So kicking off this week's podcast with uh, an amazing band called Crandus uh, from uh, West Virginia. Um, that was a song called The Blood Red Eyeball of God. And yeah, this this kind of came on, Pete, when you said it. And I was like, yeah, this is just banger material for the start of the podcast. It's like in your face. It's almost punk in its spirit. And it's kind of, yeah, it, it just like ticks a lot of boxes for me. I, I just thought it was like full of life and energy. Just absolutely brilliant. The rest of the records are not as raucous as this, is it? But it's um, yeah. it, it sort of keeps up that um intensity i think for the whole thing and it's it's a lot of fun it is yeah i mean you know i've just i just stumbled across it it's the artwork you know which is you know the bright colors and the sci-fi madness of it um but you know i quickly fell for you know this is the opening track and and like you say there's definite punk feel to it like a stoner punk feel you yeah. know, like mondo generator and you know like dwarves territory i guess and and that you know once that had kicked in and it's all bristle and life, you know, again, like you say, it's, um, you know, I was, I was sold and what brought, you know, what brings me back to it though, is I, I love how it kind of, you know, after that, maybe from the midpoint, it, it almost melts away a little bit into, you know, kind of a, a bit of that energy uh, dissipates and it turns into, you know, it's more core stoner rock. It's got like these wistful guitars, like until it's completion. And yeah, I found myself completely lost in it by its end, and it was it was kind of strange to think that even though it's only four minutes long, it, you know, it, it felt like almost different songs. Um, and as I said, you know, that's a really kind of like nice journey to follow. Yeah, I think it, it the whole album seems like a bit of a kind of winding narrative to it, and I just thought it was just a great collection of songs. Like it kind of flies by, um, despite being mm. you know quite quite lengthy, really. Um, the, the final track's about 10 minutes, I think. I thought that was brilliant as well. So, yeah, just, just a really interesting band. I'm not sure if there's done anything else. Um, this seems to be their only release on Bandcamp. So um, not sure if it's even coming out on a label. So we, we might have uh, sort of struck gold with finding the true underground sort of nature of this one. Um, so you can get this at crandus.bandcamp.com. Uh, like I say, that's uh, off a self-titled album. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, as ever, we've got nine amazing tracks for you this week as we've kind of unearthed stuff from the uh, UK underground and beyond. Um, this next one um, came to me from Human Worth, um, Owen from Human Worth Records, um, kind of is putting out a lot of interesting stuff, mainly kind of London-based uh, bands, but that's great. Um, I think that, that, you know, the underground's in like a healthy uh, kind of state at the moment, and this next band are a kind of a testament to that, really. So um, I gather this is members of Wren and other bands. Um, you know, Wren, we've played on the podcast before, and I think I might have said before, they, they've probably played the best Arc Tangent set for a metal band I've, I've seen in a long time. Um, they've sort of formed a, a trio here uh, called Y Patterns. And yeah, this is mad stuff. I mean, there's only one track available yet just for this uh, this album that's coming out called Regurgitorium. Um but it's it's it really impressed me. Like really strange, twisted vocals, experimental percussion, just really out there stuff. I mean, I don't expect any less from Human Worth. They've been putting out like really quality stuff, but this is really strange stuff, isn't it? It is, yeah. And you abstract. Know, <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, it's kind of noise work done weird. You know, noise work's pretty weird. And it's it's you know, and it's standard. So, but that's kind of what you come to expect from Human Worth. Like you say, it's it's always. Uh, different and exciting and this you know this is no less you know you see the featuring members of list on Bandcamp and that kind of further reassures you of the, you know the quality and you know and the like links to innovation and awkwardness you know from those bands like you say from Ren and others I th- and also there's a list of kind of bands 
you know, for fans of like list and there's lightning bolt in there. And, you know, you, I, I, I thought that was really apparent, you know, it's got that kind of wild whirlwind noise rock guitar sparks, you know, it's done, but it's done like in an uplifting way, you know, it's, it's wide eyed and colorful. It's, you know, noise rock done well, feels like it's got its own like power source to it. You know, it's able to generate energy and then, you know, it's, why patterns you feel like they, they can funnel it how they want you know sometimes you know sometimes noise work could be angry and downbeat or spiky and angular but this manifests as like a positive fun ride i thought definitely i mean i love the fact that um they've kind of gone all out with the artwork from the start like there's some really twisted images of the people in the band but um also kaz from sly and the family drones done the artwork which which kind of looks like a sly cover to be honest it's that kind of um, weird smeared kind of uh, artwork that he's kind of famous for. Yeah, I think that the whole package is here. Have you seen the um, T-shirt you can buy? I think there's no. only um, seven left of twenty. Um, it's just Y, literally a Y pattern. So the the word Y just scattered all over a T-shirt. Um, absolutely amazing. Yeah, I thought that was like very clever and very sort of um, fitting for what for what's going on. Um, they've literally um, sort of. Um, listed themselves as making string sounds, drum sounds and mouth sounds as well, which I thought was just perfect. I can't wait to hear the rest of this actually, because I think this is possibly, um, you know, almost like a tester for people. Like if you like how weird this is, you're going to love the rest of it sort of thing. Uh, and they've done a video for it, which you can see, I think on the Bandcamp as well. So yeah, uh, we're going to play the song Parapraxis and you can get this at yyypatterns.bandcamp.com. So that was the excellent Parapraxis by the band Y Patterns uh, out on Human Worth Records. I think they're actually giving some money to Shelter with that one as well. So uh, if you sort of uh, pick up the set uh, that goes to charity, brilliant stuff. Um, so next up, we've got um, a bit more kind of nine hertz sounding band, I guess, uh, Smoke. Um, I gather it isn't the smoke that we used to listen to back in like the early 2000s. No. Pete. No, no. Um, you know, popular name and everything. But yeah, this is like doom metal of the highest order. This is very sort of um, not rit ritualistic as such, but it's um, it's got that kind of unearthly presence to it, hasn't it? It's, it's really sort of um, a dense record. And I, I, I had it on a few times and I'm still yet to kind of unfurl 
maybe all of its mysteries. I think that's where the um, the sort of charm lies here. Yeah, I agree. They, you know, I mean, it is. You know, going back to your first play, there's so many bands called Smoke. Um, it took me a while, you know, a list to it, and then when I tried to find it, again, I just scrolled through Bandcamp uh, to about ten down. Uh, and that doesn't even include the band Smoke that we used to listen to. Like you say, we, uh, Smoke Follows Beauty and all that. Yeah, from, that you know, those brilliant fantastic. albums. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, if, if you know, any genre is going to own this name, it's going to be Stoner Rock, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought this was, you know, it's really nice. It was, it's you know, it's on the kind of well-travelled, you know, like wide and constantly redefined border between Stoner and Doom. Um, but, well, like most about it, it's like... It, you know, it kind of sacrifices almost like momentum and like a, a more obvious song structure. I mean, it's not completely weird or anything, but rather just goes for like this hazy approach. Uh, you know, it's like it's, it's got an atmosphere befitting the band name, I guess, as well. And, you know, and, it, and within that, it's, it's lethargic, but like with weighty heaviness, and it, you know, it's, it's kind of completely fogged over. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of came out of it, you know, cloudy minded, you know, a bit like when you feel when, like disorientated when you've had like a an afternoon nap and you wake up and it's like that kind of you know you're kind yes. of a, not sure where you are but it's a nice feeling uh, that's kind of what I'd, I'd you know say this is you know, it's a real kind of I just felt really nice coming out of it there's a real good feel to it yeah like maybe maybe like a soothing kind of um, confusion maybe that's, yes. uh, that's yeah, possibly yeah. the way to say it. yeah. <laughs> If a record does that to you, then it's yeah, impressive. Um, yeah, I, I really like this, and I think I'm gonna have to like listen to it again and again just to kind of yeah, like I said, like unwind bits of it really because it, it's so steeped in, like you say, this kind of laid back, hazy, um, kind of fog, really. So, yeah, really, really cool stuff. Um, so the album's called Group Think. We're gonna play the title track, and you can get this at the cult of smoke.bandcamp.com. See what you think to this.
Okay, so that was the excellent smoke there. Uh, the album's called Group Think. Uh, go and uh, take a listen to that because it's amazing. Um, so next up, we've got uh, a band from Brighton called Chalk Hands. Now, we've played Chalk Hands before. They were on like an astral noise uh, sort of compilation during lockdown to kind of uh, raise money for various venues. I think um, it might have been a venue in Brighton itself, uh, to be honest. There was, there was several kind of these compilations to kind of, you know, help help uh, venue so they weren't getting the help i don't think at the time um from the government it was it was a really weird kind of loose time for financial ruin i think like a lot of venues were really struggling i think the, the black heart did um a lot of fundraising um at some point because they just had no help at all from landlords and things like that so really cool stuff so yeah we played a track back in 2020 but um chalk hands have got a new uh, single out called Le Jour Passant and Emi Resemblant Pas. And um, yeah, I thought this was fantastic. It's got that kind of, like a, like I say, a lot, um, you know, that kind of spirit of uh, screamo from the early 2000s. It's got like a really weird punk spirit to it. And I just really enjoyed this. Um, you know, it's, it's two and a half minutes of um, pleasing kind of blast for me. Um, what did you make of it, Pete? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not my cup of tea. But it's it, you know, and and what I thought was when when I heard it, I thought this is definitely a Mike band, you yes. know, like definitely yes. something that you like, boxes for me. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's you know, like half scream or half post rock. You know, that's always going to be kind of your end of things rather than mine. Um, and it, it's not to say I've got anything negative to say about it at all. I haven't, you know, like it's uh, I I don't think I've got anything to kind of add of any use, you know, in terms of um, comparisons <laughs> or anything. But you know, it it it. You could tell it's good, I suppose is what I'd say. You know, and it, it's it's really accomplished. I, I mean, what I will say is the artwork's amazing. And there's also a video. I don't know. Did you see the video? It's um, an animated one. And if you, it's really, yeah, that's really yeah. special. Yeah. yeah, really sort of um, well packaged this. And I think um, it's coming off their uh, debut album that's coming out um, sort of, um, I think, sort of March time uh, called Don't Think About Death. And apparently that's their debut album, which is crazy because they've been going since 2017. So um you know it, i'm looking forward to hearing that you know i think it'll sound really accomplished um so yeah um if you want to hear this um you can head to chalkhands.bandcamp.com um the album obviously is shortly coming out so they might be releasing a few more tracks they've got a split on there i think uh which might be where i sort of heard them before uh and a few a few singles and um eps from from sort of like years past so really really exciting stuff yeah this is called uh, le jour passant and me resemble pas
Okay, so that was the raw emotion there of chalk hands. We're going to something a lot darker now. Um, I mean, I love this, Pete. I mean, I've, I've put the whole thing on and um, I didn't feel right for the rest of the day. Um, it, it just kind of affected me a bit. Um, so the band Sivirus have done a split with Stygian Obsession and uh, it's called Anniversary of Afflication, which is fantastic, on the excellent Transylvanian recordings. And um, I think this came out in 2020, um, but um, they've done live sets of um, their sides of this split uh, live um, last year, and they've put those as kind of the tracks at the end, and they're amazing. Like, to hear them, you know, recorded, um, it it sounds decrepit and, and, you know, just unbelievably dark and, and sludgy in, in the sort of literal sense. But the um, the live um, like replication of this is, yeah, it's spot on. Um, I can only imagine how, how affecting it is live. You know, this is, this is sticky stuff, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad it's been reissued because I've never really kept up with Cerberus, you know, even though despite for one, like kind of relatively new found love of death metal, and two, the fact that they've always been affiliated with, you know, one of the best labels out there, Transylvanian Recordings, which I list pretty much everything they put out. It, for some reason, I, I don't know, I think, I think I thought of them maybe like at the gore end of death metal, whether that's um, fair or probably a misconception I kind of just had early on and therefore I wrongly kind of not followed them. So then I missed this when it came out last year or the year before. Um, and then re-release popped up and I thought, I'll give it a go again, you know, go through it. And, and I list of Stygian Obsession, who, you know, whose side on this is brilliant. And I just got them this time, you know, completely. And then this song, you know, when it kicks it, it has this kind of suitably sizable age of, you know, beginning, like this epoch of, you know, guttural scene setting death doom. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it you know, really builds into it. Uh, and then the riffs arrive and they're completely like the monumental, like the hairs were standing up on my arm, you know, in awe. And yeah, I just thought, what we're doing, you know, like, uh, I suppose it's time for me now to go back and like correct my, like my egregious wrongs with this band because I, I, I love this. <laughs> I think there's a, there's a whole raft of bands like this. I mean, we've played Fossilization, I think this year as well. Mm-hmm. And it's that kind of style of death metal, which is kind of, taking over and i love it it's this yeah. murky almost impenetrable sound but it's so addictive to listen to it's it's great you know when another one comes out i'm just like yes like it it's hard to explain what what it is about there's something uncanny something you know um very sort of dark science fiction about it and yeah mm. I'm, I'm all for it i think um you know, if this came on um, to soundtrack it like a, you know, an RPG game or something, it would be perfect as well. You know, smashing mythical beasts with several heads to this would be um, perfect. Um, yeah, I love this sort of thing. So, yeah, if you want to hear this, um, they put it out on cassette um, and digital, and you can get it at transylvaniantapes.bandcamp.com. We're going to play the Sivirus song Decay and Decline.
So that was the excellent Sybaris. We're going to um, kind of like maybe um, the same kind of um, school of thought, but um, a lot more kind of uh, swords aloft and uh, and a bit of medieval uh, imagery for you here uh, from a band called Swordbreaker uh, from Utrecht, and this is absolutely brilliant. I think um, uh, Leo from uh, Leipzig is going to put out a tape of this at some point because i think this is just the digital one at the moment but i thought this was completely righteous um kind of like medieval themed stuff but without being cheesy it's it, it just sounds so alive and it's got again that kind of punk sound to it maybe like a a distant relation a black metal uh black metal ties kind of distant relations to dukes of nothing or something yeah it's just just like a lot of fun I, I loved it <laughs> yeah, for the, you know, I first listened to this on Valentine's Day, uh, <laughs> which is probably not the most appropriate. Um, but I, I similarly loved it. You know, it's it, there's a the, there's a phrase somewhere on there which says "castle wrecking black and punk," which yeah. you know it, it sums it up and, and it conjures so much. Um, and they deliver on it all. You know, all that kind of anything you know you imagine imagination you know brings with that line is delivered. What I, I thought this sounded like, this track in particular, and maybe I'm going mad, I think this sounds like very similar to Dead Kennedy's uh, Holiday in Cambodia. Yes. Um, which is no bad thing, you know, d- done, you know, like with a black metal sl- uh, slant on it, which is a, an incredible proposition. Yeah. Um, I just remember there was, a, just as an aside, like there was a Sepultura video where Jello Biafra played uh, Holiday in Cambodia in a record store, in like an HMB in Brazil, and there was hundreds of people. And it's the most chaotic thing you've ever seen. Um, anyway, there's, you know, it's kind of absolutely crazy. You know, the kind of the bass black metal creakiness, the kind of the threat of dungeon synth on the side. It's just it just comes together so well. Yeah, it's this clattering uh, beast, really. You, you don't want these guys visiting your castle or your town. <laughs> They're going to just take over. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this, and I think people are going to love this. Um, so we're going to play the opening track from uh, the self-titled EP by Swordbreaker. Uh, this is Under the Banner of Vengeance. You can get this at swordbreakerbreaksyou.bandcamp.com.
So that was the absolutely amazing sword breaker there from Utrecht. Um, next up, we've got uh, a band that I could not believe were from California. I, I thought these might have been from Nottingham, that such is the Iron Monkey uh, kind of comparisons I could make. Um, a band called Gone um, from Long Beach, of all places, um, playing this horrible kind of sludge, but with like a really... Um, interesting line in, in dual vocals here. I, I love the lyrics to this one. It's just simply, I am dissolving in my own spit. <laughs> I don't know if you'd uh, clock that, Pete. No. That's <laughs> it's <great>. disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, this is fantastic. Like kind of sludge metal uh, done right, basically. That's, that's all I can yeah. really say about this one. Yeah. I'd, you know, I'd, I'd say that nails it, to be honest. You know, I mean, we've played so much sludge on this podcast in 2022 already, you yes. know, we're two months in, um, but with good reason, you know, it's been so, such good quality. Um, you know, it's, such a, it's not making a comeback because it's never been away for the last, what, 25 years, I guess. Yeah. It, but it just shows that it's as strong as ever and it's not going, you know, it's not going anywhere. And, and furthermore, I think it shows us this, there's, there's always this desire to make, you know, like a baseline of stoner rock and doom, but make it, you know, slower and uglier. There will always be a desire for that. And there will always be the desire from us for that as well. Uh, you know, I, I happened across this and I just, you know, something in the artwork told me this was for me. And, you know, from the first notes of the first track, from the kind of the vocals, like you say, you just like, you know, it's so familiar and so, so um, powerful. And then I got into this track, which is second one. And by the end of it, I knew I was playing it on the podcast. So like you say, there's no major divergence from like sludge commonality, but they, they've got it. They've got it right. They've, you know, it's the heaviness, it's the despair and, and add in as well. And it's the one thing we, you know, often forgotten with sludge. It's not there in all of it, but kind of faint lines of kind of melody for want of a better word and, and, and sanity in amongst it all, which comes from its kind of, you know, stone rock roots almost. And there's a bit of that in there, but obviously buried within this whole murk. I just thought it's really good. Yeah, very fuzzy, very very satisfying. Um, so yeah, the um, the, the record's just uh, self-titled, um, and uh, yeah, we're gonna play the song "Lie." Um, I can get this at gonelbc.bankamp.com.
So that was the um, kind of straight up sludge, I guess, of, of Gone. But uh, yeah, we, we really like that. Um, next up, we've got a split from uh, the band Sadness and Unrequited. Now, Sadness, we've played before, um, kind of very, um, almost like blackened, screamo stuff but like very long form stuff with really compressed samples and and kind of almost like a shoegaze sheen over the top um and uh, so we thought we'd check out the the b-side to this which is a from back on unrequited it's same kind of vein um this very sort of grand um almost it to me it sounds like found footage um found found samples like found sounds um like this has been like buried in a closet somewhere you know someone recorded it and, and and sort of left it to deteriorate and then it's been kind of mangled into this other um kind of medium and i just thought it's fantastic and and like both sort of sides work together both kind of 20 minute songs um just enjoyed this a lot and it's coming out on flowing downward which is uh, quite an interesting little label um what did you make of this one pete because i know we, we sort of really enjoyed the sadness one yeah yeah you know i'm funny this was Similar to one of the songs I was saying before, like an inappropriate time, I was, I kind of, I noted it down, in fact, it's, I was looking outside and we'd had about three days of solid, like rain and murk, and then the sun broke out and it just went completely blue sky, just as like, just as I was going to press play on this. And I thought, that's completely inappropriate for, for black metal, but... <laughs> I don't know, but then it is called Perpetual Greens of, you know, of the Willow Grove, so maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, the, I, you know, I don't often allow myself the time to kind of sit with these long form tracks outside of Doom, you know, Doom, you're kind of used to it. And I'm obviously happy to kind of bear myself in, but, you know, with other musical genres with, you know, with, with black metal and I, I don't often, I, I kind of, I don't find the time and I should do because, you know, often I just say as well, often when I do, it's because you've chosen for this podcast and, you know, and it, therefore it's necessitated, necessitated upon me. So, uh, you know, but then when I do, I remember the kind of the joy of the of the experience of kind of buckling yourself in and truly absorbing what what the artist is portraying. You know, like like here, it's like it's like the narrative, it's the changing flow, the dynamics. You know, all of that's present here, and you kind of really you pick up on it all. You, you kind of get the the journey and and all of those different elements. And uh, you know, I think I think it's really good for that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, it's kind of tagged in a strange way as well. Like it's it's kind of atmospheric black metal, depressive black metal, and shoegaze. And I think that's kind of accurate, but I, I don't see the, the, the depressive side. I mean, I know what depressive black metal sounds like, but mm. to me, this sounds quite hopeful. It's mournful, but, yeah, it's, it does. but it's quite yeah. hopeful as well. So um, yeah, just really interesting. And I think this whole wave of like young bands, I presume that they're young, um, just coming out with this really interesting aesthetic and this really interesting way of presenting what is quite an old genre now, you know, like black metal has been going since, you know, 91 or whatever, um, mm -hmm. depending on who you talk to. Um, and it's been bent into a, so many weird shapes over the years. I think it's, it's kind of coming round into kind of like a, a more acceptable thing. Like people are kind of giving it a, a bit more of a chance rather than, you know, a, a sort of genre that's derided or, or kind of mocked a little bit. Um, so easy to do with, you know, the, the first and second waves. But, mm -hmm. you know, when it's twisted into things like this, it just makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? So, yeah, I think I'm just uh, kind of waffling here. But, yeah, just really, really enjoyed this. And I love the fact that the genre is going in these directions. So really interesting. So, yeah, you can get this um, on vinyl. I think there's a transparent uh, green and uh, red 
version, I think, coming out, and uh, CD and cassette as well. So, yeah, this is they're really going to town on this. Um, so, if you want to listen to this, uh, you can go to flowingdownward.bandcamp.com or Unrequited's uh, Bandcamp as well. This is a song called Perpetual Green of the Willow Groves.
So that was the sounds of Unrequited. Uh, next up, and to close the podcast with this week, we've got um, an excellent release from the band Uncle Woe, who are from Ontario. And I, I just thought this was absolutely stunning. Like, um, they've only released uh, several tracks from this, like probably about three tracks so far. But this kind of blew my mind a little bit. Um, I, I can't quite put my finger on what makes it so interesting, but it's got real, like chunky heavy muscular riffs but like it's got a bit of prog in there it's got a bit of post metal it's it's almost unclassifiable but in a, in the best way possible uh, i'm really glad you picked this one Pete. i mean i've heard the band name before and i, I know they've done um, quite a few albums before but this is the first one that's really made me stop in my tracks and I, i'm just like i'm a big fan straight away i just thought this is yeah. absolutely brilliant yeah i me too i you know i don't think i've got time in the slot to kind of do justice how much I love this song. I've played it so much. Uh, you know, know the album, know the band. You know, they've I've, I've followed them for quite a while now, and, and they've done. You know, they've done some. They've put out some great music so far. This promises to be the best yet. You know, like you say, there's there's three tracks which have been pre-released. The whole album's out on the 18th of March, and there's you know there's seven tracks total. I think I, I honestly think it doesn't matter how bad those other four tracks are. You know, even if they're kind of, <laughs> Even if they're new metal or if they're, you know, noise filler tracks, it doesn't matter because this will be end of year list quality because the three tracks already on offer are there, put it there because it's that good. You know, that we'll be, we'll be talking about this when we're compiling in December. Oh yeah, um, definitely. You know, it's the best, like to me, it's, it's grand, you know, grand doom, whatever the, it does, that's not a genre, but you know, if it was, that's what this is. Uh, and Maybe there's a you know maybe there's a natural comparison with someone like Paul Bearer, but then, but like for me, I, I don't like Paul Bearer, um, I, and you know I don't really understand why they're huge when the you know basically yeah. the rest of Doom, um, to my mind, I should you know should say at every stage of this, is all better than them, and but they kind of everything all lags behind in critical acclaim to Paul Bearer, Uncle Woe to me do all of that, all of the kind of you know the 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 epic, the grand, the ethereal, and they just make it sound beautiful. You know, I suppose if you're going to, there's also more kind of friendly reminders for me of bands like Yob and Hast Eagles, you know, bands I do love. But ultimately, as you say, there's so much more going on. And this is, you know, just, this is just Uncle Woe. And this is absolutely majestic. You know, it, it just feels like they're absolute masters of their craft. Yeah. And, and to me, this film, uh, this feels quite filmic. It feels like yeah. it could soundtrack something quite ambitious, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's something else going on uh, as well as the incredible musicianship going on. There's, there's something tangible about, you know, the, the song titles and the, the aesthetic of it all. I, I just thought it was absolutely amazing. Um, they actually like say in their description that they have like, um, uh, mostly true tales of bittersweet sorrow, revenge, and regret, yeah. <clears throat> and regret. And I think that kind of is it, spot on. It just kind of describes what I, I kind of experienced through it. So, um, really looking forward to hearing this uh, in full. Um, but yeah, what a, what an achievement! And this is a, this is only from the three tracks that we've got uh, sort of the, um, the sort of fortune to hear so far. So, um, yeah, I can't really um, recommend it enough. And uh, I think we're going to be um, like you say, we're going to be discussing this when we're when we're looking at big lists at the end of the year. Um, so the album's called Pennyfold Haberdashery and Abattoir Deluxe, um, and you can get this at unclewo.bandcamp.com. We're going to play the song Lavinia Falls. <laughs> 